Laura. Welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Minute, the daily podcast where we are watching the 1990 live-action Turtles movie one window-shattering minute at a time. I am your host, Scott Tofty. With me, as always, are my friends Chris, Rachel, and Adam. Hello, guys. Hi. Hello, Scott. Bossa Nova. Chevy Nova. And joining us for the third time this week, Mr. Travis Bowe of Real Comic Heroes. Hey, thanks for having me. Welcome back. We're happy to have you. You bring so many interesting points to our conversations. I try to. <laughs> um, so minute 43 this Wednesday minute gets started with Raphael plummeting through April's skylight, which if you have a New York City apartment with a skylight, good for you. Uh, and it ends with the final nunchucking of uh, Michelangelo. 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 <laughs> the final chucking of Michelangelo's nemesis. Uh, so Chris, you have one overall thought about this movie that you articulated really well. Can you share that with us real quick? Uh, it went something like, I hate, what was it? Nunchucks. I hate nunchucks. I really, I really, really hate nunchucks. It's not, <laughs> what? it's not, you know, the, the, the crux of the film, but it is certainly a takeaway <laughs> that I, I have. It's the crux of the minute. It's the crux of this minute. It is most of this minute and it drives me crazy. So, and, I mean, when I was a kid, when I saw this as a kid, like all the other kids, I was like, these are awesome. Nunchucks are the best thing ever. I want nunchucks. I'm pretty sure I told you guys about the like how my brother and I were doing Taekwondo and you know, they started doing weapons and they're like, oh, we're going we're gonna to do nunchucks. You guys want to learn how to do nunchucks? And we begged our parents to let us do nunchucks. And, and you know, they're like, oh, if you can manage not to fight for a week, <laughs> then uh, you can have nunchucks. And we made it like two days. And I, I remember how we totally blew it. Um, we were fighting in the basement and i i pulled the rug out from under my little brother and he like flopped down on like Ooh. linoleum on concrete and Ooh. knocked the wind out of him it was pretty terrible i felt kind of bad about it but uh, yeah. yeah anyway that's kind of beside the point now i fully understand that nunchucks are terrible terrible weapons and you, you, guys, know, you could you could ask me about that more if you like i, 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 keep, I definitely I will as going. we get into that we're not quite there but i did want to get that out of the gate to build up yeah. uh, uh, the suspense for the listener. So I if want there's anybody go, out there that's a, a Chuck fan, I hate I want you. people out there going, why? <laughs> why does he hate nunchucks? I have to keep listening. <laughs> um, so Raphael comes falling through this skylight, which when he lands, oh, one God. would assume that that heavy of a turtle landing on a surface like that is going to do some damage. So yeah, it's pretty natural that April asks, is he, is he, you know, Dead. No, no one ever finishes that question. In uh, is he? Is he? Is he? And then like, uh, well, not in this movie, but sometimes they do. But then Leo Leo goes, uh, no. It's like, well, I was going to ask if he was alive, (laughs) like, (laughs) or if he was single. But I guess him being alive (laughs) does kind of help. Of course, he's single. He doesn't know any other females. (laughs) April, is this really the time to ask? I meant, I meant who his it's, next of kin was for the insurance. It's hard out there in New York. <laughs> it's even short because someone's sure? paying for that window. Do you uh, think that that's because they didn't want the movie to get that? Like, they didn't want to talk about dead turtles in an Ninja Turtles <laughs> movie that seven-year-olds are going to go see? Is yeah. that possible? Yeah, that's I, a good, that's a good call. But, like, the, it's super duper implied. I mean, she says, is he? And he goes, no, he's alive. 
So like barely not, not saying dead is that really like yeah that's, I think it, that's some FCC. I think they people say going, dead at some points. Yeah, wait, yeah. Um, don't they? Yeah. Shredder says kill later. Yeah, I kill him. But I know in, this is uh, from that the era of the cartoons, like similar with uh, um. Oh, I'm drawing a blank now, but but shows like this where they would say, you know, I'll destroy you, or you know, yeah, they would yeah. find you. every yeah every conceivable tonight word, I dine on turtle soup. Yeah, other than kill or die or whatever to imply that yeah, Cobra Commander being like. Yeah. G.I. Joe. <laughs> what always got me about G.I. Joe is like you have two sides of a fight, both armed with guns, and they're just sh- like lighting up the sky around each other, but no one's hitting anybody. It's like Battle yeah. of the Stormtroopers. Was, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh. Was was that community where he had like the dream in G.I. Joe where he actually kills Cobra Commander? <laughs> and they're like, I whoa, dude, that. whoa, that's terrible. How could you? And they have, like, a funeral for Cobra Commander, and everybody's all sad. <laughs> that wasn't Community, was it? That was Community, it yeah. Sounds like it? a uh, robot chicken yeah. I was going to say. Episode. <laughs> I'm almost, you know what? We'll sort it out later and put it in the notes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I have a question. So the, when Leo's got his hand on Raph there, he looks like, Raphael look ex, looks extra squishy oh, yeah. in this mm-hmm. moment after he's gone. Is. is this just a dummy? Is it like a yep. prop Raphael? Is there nobody in the suit? Maybe. I, I think, I kind of think so. See, it, it makes sense that when they, they're like, we need to throw the turtle through the plate glass window down to the floor where it's not like a padded surface. When you have the full suit, it makes sense that they're like, well, we don't need to have a person in the suit. Let's just throw the suit through the, through the glass and onto the floor. And, and, and that's and, perfect. And that makes perfect sense. But then it seems like they just left it there and went and acted on a on an empty suit. Well, yeah, Which but to th- me kind of makes sense because yeah. that the person in the suit's not doing anything with this whole sequence, A, right? Right. He, but yeah, then it's, pay, it's not like and, you're going to pay an actor to dress up like a turtle and then pretend to be unconscious. And, and B, didn't Corelli tell us also that Josh Pace, the actor in the suit, was horribly claustrophobic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So any chance he's like, listen, I don't have to be in it. I'll be in my trailer. Like, he's going to take <laughs> that, right? Because at this point, he's just a prop for the next, what? He's set dressing. 20 yeah. Couple minutes. minutes of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> Essentially, yeah. He doesn't really do much. Um, so he's I, in a tub. I think, I'd always struck me as very odd that he was just a little extra squishy at that part. And I really think yeah. upon viewing it closely now, I think it might just be a, like a, a dummy. Well, Donatello puts his hand on the shell and essentially puts his weight on it as he stands up and it, you can just, Squeesh. just squishes in. You watch it. It looks collapse. like a Nerf ball. Yeah. <laughs> and then April, even when April puts her hands on his legs, his, his, the yeah. legs kind of squish. Yeah. And I think Leo's lifting the head up so you can see the head moving also. Mm. Also, how is Leo determining that Raph is barely alive? Is he taking his pulse? Because it looks like he's he's like touching his arm. Well, he's I think his it's where his other hand. It's not like he's checking to see if he's warm. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's still cold. I think he's fine. <laughs> he's damp and clammy. He's totally okay. <laughs> no, I think his other hand is under the head, so he could be feeling for a pulse under there. I suppose that okay. makes sense. Um, so we get a whole bunch of foot soldiers smashing through windows in dramatic oh, man. fashion. They, it's like the thriller they video. They do an excellent yeah. job. 
So no they, regard I, for personal property. They, they break in the door. They come through all the windows. They do it all at once. They've got this excellent coordination. It's you know it's very clear. You know they, their communication was on point. They everybody was lined up at the right moments, and they all just boom right through at the same time. And then they stop. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I count. Uh, I also, it's like they they had a, they had a perfect room entry. They had complete shock and awe, control of the room. They had it all, and then they're like, "Let's just give up this momentum." <laughs> <laughs> that was good. We'll stop now. I like the outdoor backdrops in this scene. They're like uh, almost at the wrong angle. Yeah, it's almost like, at the yeah. wrong angle, and the lighting is different on all of them. Mm-hmm. They yeah. felt yeah. like uh, really bad, like SNL set dressing to me, like sixties yes. Batman. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 60s like, Batman. Like some of them are broad daylight. Some of them it's a little like dusky looking. The one where the dude <laughs> crashed the first not the not the kitchen window, but when the dude crashes through like the living room window, mm-hmm. I'm almost certain that the backdrop changes from the close up shot to the pulled back shot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think it kind of does. <laughs> is it is it is it the kitchen window where like the second guy that's cut, like swinging through on the on the rope ladder is like caught up in the rope ladder and he's all like ah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. he doesn't come through cleanly. He's just like I'm he caught in this thing. In. I'm gonna be hanged. Ah! <laughs> but th- those backdrops too, like they have their own light source. It's almost like they're double sided backdrops that are lit from behind. Mm. Yeah. Because like they're luminescent, like that, like city buildings don't give off light, like <laughs> yeah. And it's like it's like harder and it's like uh, brighter on the inside and then kind of like softens out on the edges. It's just bad. Yeah, very very interesting. Um, we get the the great Michelangelo comeback about insurance salesmen being pushy. Mm-hmm. How does he know that? <laughs> He's watched a lot well, of TV. TV. Yeah, just uh, TV. TV. Just TV. Do, do you think they get a lot of insurance salesmen in the sewer? Well, they no. just come knock on the, the manhole. Nah. You know, you should have flood insurance living down here in the sewer. <laughs> oh my God, I bet you, you get flooded out all the time. <laughs> no. No, they don't. <laughs> Maybe that's how they make all their money. Maybe. That's how they get all their stuff. <laughs> they, they buy flood insurance, and then they cash it in every time someone flushes, and they just mm. get paid. Ah. <laughs> Every Super Bowl, as we yes. established. Right. <laughs> or State yeah. Farm guys like, I need to get a new client. God, what do you think Thanksgiving dun, is dun, like for dun, the dun, turtles? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> Thanksgiving oh. in the turtle layer has to be an awful experience. Maybe they just go on vacation. Yeah, they <laughs> go above ground. Like when they know that there's going to be high sewer traffic, <laughs> go uh, like up to the park or go see a movie. Yeah. Like, yeah, they can do it. That's fine. So we get into the uh, the nunchucking segment, and I have, uh, I have a couple thoughts about this. <laughs> Number one thought that I have um, is the the visual of this Foot Clan dude. He is standing at such an angle where one of his eyeballs are totally visible, yeah. and the other one is totally obscured. It's just a weird angle where it lets you see through his eyeball fence. Yeah, and his as, little mini um, fencing mask. As a director of photography or a cinematographer, I don't know what the proper term for whoever's job this is would be. Like, I would maybe try to just move a little bit to the right. Or turn well, a little so that it doesn't come off quite so jarring. It's happening to the guy behind him too. Also, yeah. the main goal of these shots of of this foot soldier 
doing his nunchuck thing is to make him look as stupid as possible. <laughs> yeah. Well, they like, certainly and also achieved the that. sound on him is uh, yeah. He's he's not he's not doing a, I mean his his nunchuck routine isn't particularly not impressive, but what makes it less impressive than uh, Michelangelo's nunchuck routine is that he doesn't have a jazz drummer in the background. <laughs> have you seen the movie Birdman? Yes. Yeah. Birdman, the soundtrack, correct me if I'm wrong, I think this is the right movie. It's all just freeform drums, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. It totally ripped this scene off. Because <laughs> <laughs> the only musical soundtrack I don't soundtrack think that's really... You know, if I'm if I'm looking for Birdman's influences, I don't think this one is one of them. <laughs> you can't tell me that I Michael Keaton wasn't watching the box office in 1990, thinking like, "Oh, someone else is making a comic book movie. I just did Batman. No, I, someone I think, else is doing one." I think 89 one. Batman is not concerned about 90s TMNT. <laughs> he looks at Ninja Turtles and he goes, "Oh, wow. All right, I should remember this." And then 30 Files years down the line or whatever, it pops back into his brain. He's like, yeah, remember that thing I saw with the drum solos? Let's do that. So you were talking well, about... This, uh, trust me, that's exactly how that happened. Yeah. Uh, the standout, <laughs> like, as far as noises and sounds go for, uh, in this moment, for me, is the uh, Michelangelo providing his own Three Stooges sound effect. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. Score. And, and he, even, his unchucks have the swoosh. They've got a stronger swoosh to them. Yeah. I like the little the 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 gag where he's like the 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 gunslinger from the old west reaching for his pistol, and you hear that yeah. little wow, <laughs> yeah. and you get the shot from behind him, like that Clint Eastwood <laughs> shot from the holster, like looking yeah. at his nemesis. I also, um, also adjusts his head. He also adjusts his headband yeah. as though they were goggles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like yes. like just a moment ago. All of these foot guys were beating the tar out of Raphael. Right. Like they had no, there was no compu- they had no compunction about you know ganging up on him and just trashing him and then throwing him through the window. But now all of a sudden, you know they they've ex- again they've executed a perfect entry and surrounded the opponent, have full surprise, and then they stop. And then this guy, the one with the nunchucks, is like all, and he he, they, he gets into like this absurd dance off with with uh, the wise cracking Michelangelo, which I have to applaud Michelangelo for for being so cool under pressure. Either that or failing to take anything seriously. Um, I'd like to chalk it, it up to his confidence and his skills. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah but, what is but, this? What is this? Breaking two electric boogaloo, they're all just going to stand around and watch these guys dance off. <laughs> yeah. Of course. It, it brings me to my second point, though. So, Adam, you bring a good point up that, that the, the, the foot soldier nunchuck guru is not a bad chucker. He lacks a soundtrack. I actually think he's doing more impressive stuff than Michelangelo is doing. The other thing that, the, that, that separates the foot soldier from Michelangelo in this one is the camera cuts. Like, the foot soldier's entire routine, it's always done in one stagnant shot from the front. Whereas Michelangelo's, it's all done in close-ups. The camera's helping Michelangelo out. And it makes him look much more impressive. Mm. When really, the things he's doing are, like... Same thing over and over again. I think any of us could probably do them. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's, it's... Save one or two moves. All right, Chris, let's elaborate on the nunchuck thing now. I feel like this is a good time. Nunchucks are another one, just like uh, in yesterday's episode, Tuesday, we talked about the, uh, the Tonfa, the nightstick, which is a much more capable, uh, much more versatile, much more practical weapon. There's a reason cops carry nightsticks and not nunchucks. Although, <laughs> although 
in some police departments uh, in in history in the United States, I don't think anybody's doing it now. But like in the eighties, you know, at the height of like this sort of craze, there were a couple of police departments in the U.S. that actually used chucks. That's terrifying. Um, yeah, it's terrible. It's terrible. Um, so, so these ones are very, uh, very much uh, a weapon that's like derived from um, uh, old grain threshers. Like you, you have a, a, a jointed stick. Uh, you have you know two sticks that are joined by uh, usually rope, um, and then um, sometimes chain as they as they get more advanced. But you you know you use this to sort of build the momentum and whack this stick down into the rice. Um, and it turns out to be an effective weapon. Like, you know, they're old European, the flail, the morning star. Like, you have a, you have a long stick, you got a little chain, and you have another stick or, or, or a long chain and a little ball on it. Um, you know, the, the idea of uh, being able to flail your weapon about and, like, wrap it around things, wrap it around the shield, wrap it around your opponent's limbs, um, being able to sort of uh, have, have that range of motion, that jointed motion um, that allows you to amplify your force is good. It's a, it's a good way to deliver force force um and and give yourself some versatility beyond a simple stick um but like some of the like my my big problem with chucks um i mean apart from like this sort of scene here this this little show off like you know back and forth where they're doing these these little sort of transfers and passes and bouncing it off themselves all of which is useless all of which does no good in a fight. All the stuff that you see, like uh, you know, people doing chucks. I think in high school is when I realized that nunchuck. I realized how stupid they are. It's um, just baton at that point. It's yeah. baton twirling. Yeah. We would go. I would go to. I would go to raves, and there would be these kids, like with you know, glow stick nunchucks or nunchucks, like in their own little corner, like doing their their chuck like passes back and forth, and like showing off and doing their chuck it, and they're like, "Oh man, look how awesome I am!" And I'm like, "No, you're not. It's really." It's not. I, Are we I, just going to graze right past the fact that you go to raves? Or you went to <laughs> I'm raves? I'm just going to let that go. <laughs> what? <laughs> Didn't everybody? Oh. Uh, <laughs> yes. You are so an I did interesting that. man, Chris. And, the, and, that, was, and lot, that was a thing. There's a lot that, to that, you, isn't there? <laughs> yeah, there is. There is. So that was, you know, that's one of those things there. But, like, as, as a weapon, um, it's just... The, the the chances of hurting yourself are too high. Like anytime you, you, you send the weapon out, you have to bring it back to you and it's not really in good control. You you send it out on a strike and uh the, the arc of motion, the, the arc of control, like what you have to do to get it back to yourself is too risky and it takes too long. It's like um it's it's I don't know if it's uh, as as bad a weapon as a baseball bat, but it's it's got like the same sort of problem where the recovery is is bad. Like if you, if somebody swings nunchucks at you, if they miss, there's a fair chance that you can you can swarm them, you can rush them, you can get in close and take advantage of them before that they can counter strike because the, they have to get the weapon back under control because it's so fundamentally out of control. And that's where um, the bow staff is kind of way a way better weapon because you can kind of bow swing. staff is way better. You can swing they, with the, one end, and if they block that end, you've got a whole other end of the same weapon, and you can absolutely. Kind of use that same it's also it's got it's got uh, much greater versatility. You can use it in close. You can use it much further away, um, and it's easier to keep under control. Uh, and the thing is, you want any like uh, one of the reasons baseball bats are so terrible is like it's got a narrow little sort of uh, uh, like the end is the dangerous part, but because of the weight. When you carry it through, 
the recovery that which is like the 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 balance is so bad you have to swing you have to finish your swing like you're you know playing baseball not like you're fighting um and that takes a long time like uh whereas like a a, a bow staff or just like shorter sticks like short sticks like escrima sticks filipino like uh mm-hmm. style uh stick fighting with just like a two-foot stick are so much better than chucks. They're much uh, much quicker. They can go back and forth very easily, very fluidly. They're much more versatile. Um, there's some stuff that you can do with chucks that is kind of cool, and there there is like some stuff that that uh, kind of makes sense for uh, sort of a law enforcement application. In that you can sort of hold them and use that joint. You can use the the chain part, the rope part, to catch things, lock things, choke people, um, and and that's cool. But like as a as an impact weapon, you know the the flail when to reach out and strike, I hate it. Yeah. I hate it so much. But I think and that's why they're given this demonstration is that so that we can yeah, see lo- that Mikey cool. is the is a master at at that form of of fighting. And he, Travis, you put down in your notes something that I really like too that Michelangelo is really the only one in the movie that gets to display that expertise yeah. at all. Everyone yeah. else sort of uses their weapon, but Michelangelo gets like. That's really the only it's time a, a weapon is heavily featured yeah. in use. It's like a showcase yeah. that we don't get really any other time in the movie, really. I mean, yeah, obviously all four of them fight, you know, at the end of the movie and, you know, little little hints and, and you know, little moments where they all use their various weapons um, throughout the rest Ooh, of the movie. A but little, yeah. yeah. This is kind of it's the one kind of that you, demonstration, yeah. You never really – I don't think you ever really see Michelangelo use his nunchucks on anybody. This is sort of the yeah. only time he really uses them, whereas the other guy yeah. – like the other no, turtles use them on foot soldiers. You see them In this fight, bunch. he hits a few people with them, but yeah. Yeah, yeah he uses yeah. them a little think, bit later. And I, I think we remarked on this earlier where it was – you know, there's very much a sense in this movie that their weapons were sort of downplayed and not used much, I think – because they didn't want kids to copy this stuff and end up yeah. killing each other. I'm just glad they got to use them at all. Like in the next movie, they yeah. don't use them at all. Period. Yeah. So um, The other thing that really strikes me about this minute is that Donatello has the stunt turtle head on again yeah. behind all this. And I've never noticed it before, but when you stop and look at Donatello in the background, it's almost frightening yeah, yeah. yeah like it's he's like creepy <laughs> he's like, eh. like the, his eyes go black because of the shadow derpy turtle face and yeah. the face isn't moving yeah and mikey's like, stunt head is a completely different shape yeah it doesn't even look like michelangelo anymore <laughs> it's more narrow it's a different dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, but i do like heads. that uh donatello actually gives michelangelo some room to breathe and you know because he knows what's coming but it, Right. It's part of what I yeah, really like about he this. He sort of lets Mikey take the spotlight. Yeah. That weird grin. Oh, though. man, yeah. That's really bad. It's like, uh-huh. It looks like he's about to say something. What are the other foot soldiers thinking while they're watching this? I think they're wondering why their buddy jumped the gun and decided he's going to... Like, that's that's uh, what I wonder about this moment is, you know, is this guy like, Should just, we attack now? Is this guy just over-eager and... You know, what caused this dude to, you know. Tim, I, knock I, it off. We got to get to the fight already. <laughs> <right>. <laughs> what are you doing? You can't help so it. We, like, we should attack now. 
What is the point of all of this? Like, like even you the, guys, ninja, we, the we should ninjas attack are now. still in attack stance behind him. Like, uh, guys, <laughs> like, <laughs> what? Why? Because it's, it, it's like they're fighting, but they're like, no, it's, it doesn't make any sense. Like, like, like Chris says, they, they smash through the windows, they surround them, and then they have this break dance competition. Yeah, tea time. Yeah, yeah, it's, exactly. it's like, and it doesn't make sense because like they they should have their blood should all be up from just beating the crap out of Raphael. It's like you guys, like you're you've got the momentum, you're doing good, and then they just stop. I I, said, I think I've said I think I've said that exact thing like four times already. Yeah. So I'll try not to say it again. I imagine it's like producer notes. You know, hey, we need a, a weapons display right here. <laughs> yeah, it works as a nice little bit of comedy. Yeah, it's. It's a place where the little kids can start rooting for Michelangelo. Like it's an exciting little sequence, and the joke, oh. the payoff in the next minute, yes, is, makes it worth it. Um, but <laughs> we don't get it yet. We get the the very last move that the foot soldier makes is the very end scene in this minute. He catches his Chuck, and he poses, and he gives Michelangelo that you know top this look, and then <laughs> we're done. That's the end of the minute. But I like before that. Um, Michelangelo's last display, the foot soldier actually, you know, gives a an audible like like nod of recognition, oh. like a oh. <laughs> and a couple of them do that as well. So I like that that they're actually impressed <laughs> with oh. what he can do, you know. <laughs> They've got back, a good sense of humor about this yeah. beating. That goes back to what we said in a previous minute where um they kind of they're trying to get an idea of the turtles' fight style, yes. Yeah. So they can report back to to Shredder. So maybe this was one of those tests, like, oh, he knows that like dragon doji kind of nunchuck, yeah, <laughs> or whatever that specific ninjutsu style, mm. yes, that only a rat that was owned by your formal rival would know about. <laughs> it's awfully specific. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but that brings us to the end of minute 43. And unless you guys have any final thoughts on this minute. Nope. Nope. I think we can wrap it up and head into <sighs> Thursday. Uh, nunchucks. I know. Just those nunchucks, Chris. <laughs> Listen, we're oh, almost done. Me. We have a, a little they bit more me. next minute. And then we have, don't have to talk about nunchucks anymore, okay? Well, thank God. Um <laughs> So if you guys head over to DuelingGenre.com and you check out our uh, other podcast there and you decide you like all the stuff over there and you want to become a Patreon supporter, uh, we have this cool show that we do uh, every few weekends. It's uh, maybe once a month or so. It's called the Turtle Soup Edition where we are going to be talking about anything Ninja Turtles related. It doesn't have to be this movie. It could be any number of things. Uh, but you only get it if you're a Patreon supporter. So head over to DuelingGenre.com. Sign up, help us out. A little bit of money goes a long way. It gets a lot of our content. Uh, it gives the opportunity for that to continue to hosting to grow. stuff ain't free. Yeah, website fees are not cheap, and we have there's so many podcasts that keep going up over there that it just it we you know every little bit helps. We have a, a large network that's growing over there. It's totally um, worth so, uh, backing the the Patreon. So I'm one of and, the and, backers. So yeah, I'm really oh, look, well, looking forward you. to to your weekend editions and all that stuff. Yeah. And it's not even just our stuff. You get the the bonus content for all of the podcasts, Mm -hmm. all the content over at Duel of Genre. Yeah, that's the the awesome part. 
you become a all, Patreon for the network, not just for the show. This is all made possible by viewers like you. Mm-hmm. Yes, and with that note, we will. They can you see guys. us. I mean, <laughs> listeners. Listeners. Well, <laughs> we'll leave you guys here, and we'll we'll pick you back up tomorrow on Thursday for minute number forty-four. Take it easy, everybody. Bye. Galabanga.